The Pat Kenny Show with Matter Private Network on News Talk. Now, when it comes to enforcing the law of the land, it's not only the Gardaí who are out on the beat. From our skies to our coasts, illegal activity is being monitored by a number of different agencies and personnel. Our reporter Josh Crosby has been out with fishing officers and dog wardens to see what a day in the life of someone enforcing the law is really like. So as a fisheries officer, you know, our remit is basically protect, manage and conserve inland fishery resources as well as our sea angling resources. So a lot of the time it's not just about enforcing the legislation. So you're talking, you're parks, then you have your bathing season which is coming in now, the beaches. Also, you go into areas and license checks, make sure people are being responsible enough that they have licences for their dogs. We're just trying to make people more aware of the parks for everybody, and we're here for the safety of your dogs and people in the parks, you know. From waterways to public parks, I've been out on patrol with those who are keeping animals and people safe. Starting off in County Louth, I met with Dundalk District Fishing Officer Jason Mock to get a sense of what's involved. Good to have you down here in the Dundalk District. Hopefully I can give you an insight into a bit of a day in the life of what we do here in the district. Very good. So Josh, as you can see, we're actually approaching the coastline now. Here in the Dock District, we actually have 64 kilometres of coastline that we cover. We utilise boats, kayaks, do a lot of surveillance, so we're using technologies such as thermal imaging and scopes. And basically what we'll be looking for is any illegal activity, for example, lads setting nets or lads out fishing for bass to make sure that they're sticking to the European sea bass regulations. So Josh, as you can see here, this is an area we would consider called the, the South Shore. So we're just actually going to set up the scope now and just do a little bit of surveillance just to see what activity is going on in the area. So we can see that down the coast here for miles and miles. And as you can see, a mile or two out there, we've got a, quite a lot of boats in the bay there as well. So this scope would have the capabilities of keeping an eye on those boats as well to make sure that there's no nets being set by those fishermen either. And what's the reaction you, you get when you do approach people in a situation like this? Uh, to be honest, Josh, uh, 90% of the time, you know, everything is everybody's sticking to the rules, but we'd approach the angler, we'd be asking what, you know, what kind of species he's targeting, what kind of uh, equipment he's using. So where are we heading now? So, Josh, as you can see, we've just left the, the, the coastline there, the south shore, and now we're just actually heading uh, inland into an area called Carrick Macross. It has several lakes of angling interest, so we'll, we'll take a look. So we're just in an area here in Carrick Macross. This is Corcoran Lake. So as you can see, we're just going to do a little foot patrol of the lake here. There has been past incidents in this area of lads breaching legislation. But, you know, as you can see here, we'll be approaching anglers. But it's all about mitigating risk. From scoping out the coast to monitoring the activities on the lakes, the area covered is unique. As I make my way down the coast, I met with Drada District Fishing Officer Maureen Byrne on the banks of the River Boyne. Maureen was the first permanent female fisheries officer in Ireland and has a very special co-worker who assists her with her duties. We're going to take a stroll up the river uh, up to a more private, sort of quieter area because if we're going to come across any trouble, it's not going to be in a sort of open area like this where there are a few other people about. Uh, Under the might, cover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So in this area, it should mostly be angling, uh, that we're regulating angling and checking licences and making sure that lads are using legal fishing techniques. But you can never rule out finding a net in fresh water, particularly in this part of the Boyne. We have to address um, who you have here. You're not working alone. There's a very special member of the team here as well. Yes, we've Ushi here, who's our fisheries detection dog. Ushi. 
So a German Shepherd, I believe, is that? She is. She's a German Shepherd. And uh, she has been trained to find things like hidden nets hidden fish and if necessary she can also find hidden people so if people are hiding from us she'll she'll let us know they're there as well i mean we look around us here and all you see is shrubs and grass and trees whereas she's seeing far more through her nose so ushi's job now is uh, i'll let her off the lead and her job is to sort of scan around she's on a low level search the whole time i can time. see her already she's yeah. just sniffing the whole time exactly so the nose is on the ground she's thinking to herself i might find something i might not but she's constantly got the mindset that there's a chance she might get something so how does it work so obviously we know dog scent and all that but you trained Ushi into finding nets as you were describing the different types at the start but how will it work now in the layout of the banks of a river where we are now so I'm going to let her off her lead now and I'm going to give her a cue just to tell her just to get her on a bit more of an alert the to lead ask is her, off will you will you go find so okay Ushi go find go on good girl and she's off She's zoning in on that. She gets something. She knows she, there's something there, but she's trying to zoom in on it now. She's hovering around and this one place, all right. Let's have a look and see, because she's sticking her nose onto something. Oh, hey, good girl. Let's see, there's a net right. buried in a hole. So good girl, Lucy. And then you give so her the ball. She gets the ball. I throw the ball for her to let her know she's done really so well. So what have you got here in your hands? So fair please, Lucy, well done. This is a salmon net that would be stretched across the river, or, or at least partially across the river, in areas where lads know where salmon congregate but that, that's but one more net taken off the bank that's exactly after seeing how dogs are helping to look after the rivers of County Louth I'm now going to meet with dog wardens in Fingal with pet ownership spiking in recent years this has led to more demand on the services of local authority dog wardens Paddy Mulcahy and Desi Murphy explain what they're keeping an eye on while on patrol at a park in Swords we do a licence check on areas then you get your call outs where you have to check maybe there's a loose dog around a stray dog around a dangerous dog around like you just don't know what you're showing up to sometimes so it's interesting and you have to assess a lot of things on site when you get there you know and come up with a strategy of what we're planning to do so as you can see here now the two lads are having a chat with the lady she's in what we call the dog run this is a specific part of the park that Fingal County Council have allocated for dogs to be off lead your dog must be on lead outside of the grounds of the off-lead area. What we like to focus on more in parks is making sure there's no restricted breeds walking around unmuzzled. We're actually looking for as well that dogs are being kept on lead during the time. So what I'd say to people is that using the parks and dog walkers, make sure you're looking for the signs and times when you come into our parks. People are not aware of that. They bring the ball thrower with them thinking they're going to get exercise for the dog. But unfortunately, it's against the rules of the park. You were talking about the restricted breeds there. How much of an issue is that? And are you seeing more of a particular breed? The breed now that we're focusing on and trying to deal with a lot is the XL Bully. It seems to be the most popular dog a lot of young people are getting now. And for listeners that might not be aware now, could you just describe what that dog might look like or or what it's capable of doing maybe? Your XL Bully is the mix of American the Pitbull and your staff. I would love for people to hear this and know if you have one of these dogs you cannot leave your house without these dogs being muzzled and on a lead at all times no matter where you are in public. What happens when you do approach an owner of one of these dogs without the muzzles? Well they're automatically fined on the spot. If you have any of these dogs just do your responsible thing, have a muzzle, have a lead because the last thing we want to do is find people. And then when we're going into parks and we're finding people, they're getting all upset. But look, what do you want us to do? We have to do our job. We have to make sure the public are safe. And people will say, well, not my dog. 
you cannot predict what a dog is going to do. So look, pedestrians listening, dog owners listening, people who go for a walk will all be wondering what's the issue when it comes to dog fouling. The dog fouling really falls under the remit of the Fingal County Council litter wardens. Obviously, of course, if we're in a park and we witness it and the dog is off lead or whatever, we can issue a fine under control of dogs and we will fill out a witness statement and we will give it to the litter section of Fingal County Council and try and trace back from there. So I know you're talking about restricted breeds, licences. What other fines or what other duties are you carrying out? From the same period of this time last year, our complaints are up 80%. So it just goes to show you, yes, that there is an issue here and it's worse as worse as getting because people are not taking heed to the rules of the parks. And more dog ownership, I suppose, plays yeah. into that. Yeah, more dog ownership. Uh, again, our strays are up probably 20% on the same period last year. The dog biting incidents have doubled in the same period since last year so there is an ongoing trend and unfortunately it's upward it's going it's not coming down so from creating safer environments to preventing illegal activity a lot of the work of those involved in enforcing legislation comes down to awareness and education but it's not all about catching those on the wrong side of the law a lot of the time it's not just about enforcing the legislation it's about taking opportunities to to walk along rivers and lakes for any opportunities for habitat enhancement or development work, looking at water quality. We also do a lot of work in regards to keeping an eye on any pollution incidents. So I take great pride in my job. I absolutely love the job. I love being outside. I love giving back to a resource that has given so much to me over the years. The traditional duty that we had was in protection and it was doing things like finding nets and stopping illegal fishing. But it's become increasingly obvious in in recent years that that's only one side of the puzzle, that we also have to look at the habitat. We have to start repairing that. So a lot of the work that we're doing now during daylight hours involves doing habitat restoration work, which means you're repairing salmon spawning beds and making places for salmon to, to hang out safely. I love it, you know. Yeah. Love, absolutely love it. You can actually chat to a lot of people in the parks and get every different perspective of people, not just dog walkers, everybody that uses places that dogs would be, you know. We'd rather go around the parks having a chat with people. How's the dog run? How's your day? And we like that. I like being like that with the public and parks. Dog wardens and fishing officers describing what's involved in their everyday work. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.